the Victorious Life TV broadcast. It's an honor and a pleasure to be here with you. Welcome also to those of you who will watch the replay or perhaps hear this um, in iTunes or wherever you might hear it or see it. So God bless you and welcome to the program. In this broadcast, you know, I want to talk to you. It's a question that many people ask. And that question is, why doesn't God heal everyone? Okay, we're going to dive into this tonight. So we've got to look at the word of God. All right. And um, a lot I want to cover. So we're just going to dive right in. Let's look at Psalm 91. A lot of people look at that as the protection psalm. And they're right. You're right. If you do that and you, you know, a lot of people say Psalm 91 every day out loud, that is a good thing to do. You don't have to do it, but it is, it is awesome, right? You could, I mean, it, it's a great idea to print it out, put it somewhere where you could see it on your refrigerator, or, you know, if you read your Bible every day, keep it in there. And it's so good. It's so good. And to declare it, but we're going to talk about this. Psalm 91, 16, verse 16 says, with long life, I will satisfy him and show him my salvation. Okay. These are the, the psalmist is saying this, but he's saying the Lord says this, right? With long life, I will satisfy him and show him my salvation. So God is saying with long life, I will satisfy him. But who is he talking to? Who's he talking to? Okay. This, you have to go back. You have to look at where the psalm starts. So in Psalm 91, verse 1, it says, Those who live in the shelter of the Most High will find rest in the shadow of the Almighty. Okay, stay with me here. In the same chapter, 91, verse 9, it says, If you make the Lord your refuge, if you make the Lord your, the most high, your shelter. The next verse says in verse 10, no evil will conquer you. No evil will conquer you. No plague will come near your home for he will order his angels to protect you wherever you go. That's awesome. That is awesome. I love Psalm 91. I love it. I love it. Okay. So how do you make the Lord your refuge and your shelter, right? Or your safety. Psalm 91 verse two says it, right? So the, the first Psalm, the first verse said, if you, you know, do right. Well, it said those who do this will, uh, let me just pull it back again. All right. So yep. Okay. Verse nine. Okay. If you make the Lord your refuge, if you make the most high your shelter, verse 10 says, no evil will conquer you. No plague will come near your home for he will order his angels to protect you wherever you go. So how do you make the Lord your refuge and your shelter? Let's look at Psalm 91 verse two. It says this, I declare about the Lord. He alone is my refuge my place of safety. He is my God and I trust him. So if you're saying that out loud, this I declare about the Lord. I, this is just personally how I would do it. I would say, Lord, you alone are my refuge. You alone are my place of safety. You are my God and I trust you. You declare out loud, declare out loud. That's how you make the Lord your 
your um, your refuge, your place of safety. Okay. Okay. And we're talking old covenant here and we're in a new and better covenant, but stay with me here. So Psalm 91 verse 14 says, the Lord says, I will rescue those who love me. I will protect those who trust in my name. This is powerful, powerful. Verse 15, when they call on me, I will answer. I will be with them in trouble. I will rescue and honor them. Verse 16, I will reward them with a long life and show them my salvation or give them my salvation. Some translations say, that's the word of God. That's the word of God. Okay. And I want to mention something here too, because Moses lived to be 120 years old and he wasn't sick, nor was his brother Aaron sick. Okay. But the reason that they died is because God said, because you disobeyed me, you will not enter into the promised land. So he had to remove them before you know, the the people could enter into the promised land. That's the only reason. So, you know, I just want you guys to know this because people don't, you don't have to die sick. People don't, they don't have to die sick because, and, and this comes as a result of somebody saying, well, then, you know, then people would live forever or how would that work right in the kingdom? Well, the Lord said with long life, I will satisfy him. So that tells me, and we've all heard of people in the Lord who have lived long and satisfying lives. And when they're satisfied, Lord, you know, right? They'll say, Lord, I'm ready. I'm satisfied. Like they're just ready to go. And, and for example, I know Kenneth Hagin went that way. Um, um, I'm trying to think, and there's, there's many others who they just knew that you know, they were satisfied and they were just, they were ready to go. They called their family together and said, um, like Kenneth Hagin, I think he said something like, I'm going home Thursday morning at 10 o'clock, gathered his family around. All I'm saying is, you know, people try to base the word of God on their experiences or, you know, somebody will say, well, my grandmother or, or, or sister so-and-so was such a strong believer and God didn't heal them. We're going to address this because you don't know what's in a person's heart and you don't know the words that come out of their mouth, you know, when, when they're alone. You know, a lot of times people are like, well, I don't understand. We were believing, we were praying. Well, the person themselves has something to do about it, right? Or to say about it. So listen, all I'm saying is what the word says, okay? I can, just because someone feels a certain way doesn't mean it's the word of God, doesn't make it fact. You know, listen, a lot of people don't believe in Jesus, but does that mean that Jesus isn't our Lord and Savior, that he's not the King of Kings and Lord of Lords? Uh, yeah, just because somebody doesn't believe it or says they don't believe something doesn't make it true at all. The word of God is true. Jesus is the word of God. He is the way, the truth, and the life. No one comes to the Father except through Jesus. He said, I am the door. He is the door, right? Okay, so let's get back to this. All right. So 
you know, we should say, Father, thank you in Jesus' name. Father, thank you that you satisfy me with long life. Thank you, Lord. That's a great thing to declare out of your mouth. Healthy, strong, happy. You know, you, you have to speak over yourself. You know, recently, for those of you who may not know, on my website, I added um, a, um, like a declaration that you can say of protection over your family and your pets. And so that's available through my website. And I think it's under um, courses, uh, coaching a course, like under the courses, because it's just um, a little, it's a resource. It's a product that's there for you. Okay. It's real short and, you know, anybody can do this and it will, you know, it, it, I'm telling you, you, you speak and you believe and your family can be protected and your pets can be protected. It's just something that I personally do every day. And I thought it would be wonderful to share it with you. So you can find that on the website. Okay. Under the courses tab. All right. Also, um, all right, let's see. Yeah. So someone recently asked, why doesn't God heal everyone? <laughs> all right. The word of God says in Isaiah 53, 4, surely he, Jesus, took on our sicknesses. He took our sicknesses in his own body, right? And he carried our pains, our sorrows, our griefs, all of it. He took it all in his own body. Then 1 Peter 2.24 says, He himself bore our sins in his own body on the tree. The cross was actually a tree, okay? So that we might die to sin and live to righteousness, right? Be back in right standing with God. Jesus knew that once he went to be with the Father, God would then send the Holy Spirit to live in every believer, Okay, that makes us right with God, righteous. So now we can say no to sin, die to sin, and live to righteousness. That's what it means in right standing with God as a child of God, as a co-heir with Jesus Christ, knowing our identity and knowing that Jesus has given us his authority over sickness, over all the works of the devil. And I'm not yelling. I'm just so passionate about this. Ah, so passionate. Oh my gosh, Jesus paid. Okay, sorry, let me just keep going. Right, so that we might die to sin and live to righteousness. And it says, for by his stripes or his wounds, we were healed. We were healed. It was a done deal. Okay, but here's the thing. So then why don't, why doesn't everybody receive their healing? Because it's not automatic. It's not automatic. Just like not it's not automatic for you to just have the holy spirit if you don't ask jesus to be your lord if you don't confess jesus christ as your lord and savior you the way god the father identifies you as his child is only if you have the spirit of christ in you the holy spirit in you right and you can only have the Holy Spirit in you by acknowledging Jesus as your Lord and Savior, right? You, Lord, you, you, you know what? Let's do this right now. For those of you watching, if you've never made Jesus the Lord of your life, you don't belong to God. You don't have the Spirit of God, okay? Jesus, it's, Jesus is the door. He's the good shepherd. It's only by him that you can 
be restored back to the father. All right. That was broken when, anyway, that's all, you know, going back to the, the garden of Eden, when, when Adam disobeyed God, he gave authority, the, the authority that God gave Adam over all creation, right. And dominion over all the animals and, and all of it. Adam, when he disobeyed God, he gave that authority to Satan. Jesus had to be born from a woman, a virgin, okay, come to the earth, grow up as a human being and defeat the devil, okay? So now, and, and, and so with his death on the cross and by his stripes, we were healed, okay? God the Father resurrected him. He is the King of kings, Lord of lords. All authority in heaven and on earth and even under the earth is given to Jesus, Jesus Christ. There is no other. You have to have Jesus. And so for every born again believer, born again meaning you ask Jesus to come into your heart, be your Lord and Savior, God now sends the spirit of Jesus to live inside of you, to be one with your spirit. Like uh, It's like a, a bride and a groom. Like you're, he, The Holy Spirit is now one with you. So now having the spirit of Christ in you, you can now do the works that Jesus did. He said, those who believe in me, he said, you will do the same works that I do and even greater works than these. Why? Because I go to the father, but he didn't leave us, you know, just with nothing. He gave himself to us. So while Jesus Christ, Jesus literally is in his physical body, no blood, he's not on the blood system anymore because he shed every ounce of it for you and me. But he is seated in his physical body, physical resurrected body at the right hand of God, the father right now in heaven, while his Holy Spirit, the spirit, his spirit is at work in every single believer. Okay. And that is what makes you born again. The first time you're born, you know, from your mother's natural womb, born again, born of God means that now. God has sent the spirit of Christ, his son, to live in your spirit. I say this, but it's like your spirit, right? Your body is the temple of the Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit, your body is where the Holy Spirit resides in you, right? Listen, okay. Your spirit is your breath. You know, when your spirit leaves your body, this falls to the ground. It's the spirit, your spirit that makes you alive. And now the spirit of God is in, you know, and becomes one with your spirit. So you've got your human spirit, but you've got the spirit of Christ in you. You can do all things now. Okay. If you've never made Jesus the Lord of your life, let's just do that first right now. Just mean it with your whole heart and pray with me. Why would we wait even another moment, right? To have Jesus. Ah, just say, Heavenly Father. Lord, I am a sinner. I am sorry for my sins. And I believe that Jesus died on the cross for me and paid for my sins forever. And I believe, Father God, that you raised him on the third day. He is alive now and lives forever. Lord Jesus, come into my heart. I receive you as my Lord and Savior. Teach me your ways. And Lord, I ask you to baptize me with your Holy Spirit and fire. Thank you, Lord. 
Thank you, Jesus, for saving me and being my Lord. Amen. If you just prayed that from your heart, welcome to the family of God. Woo! You are now my brother or sister in Christ. That's awesome. Now you want to make sure that you get an easy to read Bible because when you understand what you're reading, you can't put it down. I definitely recommend at least to start the New Living Translation. It's the NLT because it's just very simple to read and understand. I've got a slew of Bibles. I love to compare translations, but this is just very easy to read and understand. Great to get started and probably the one that I, you know, I personally read the most. It, well, it is. It's the NLT. Like I said, I like to um, compare translations, but but I do, I, I enjoy the, reading this Bible so much. Okay. Oh, I'm so excited for you right now. This is great. Whoops. Dropped one of my papers. Okay. So now, talking about why doesn't God heal everyone? We just talked about how Jesus took every bit of sickness, disease, all of it in his own body. Why? So you wouldn't have to have it. So you could be healed, right? It's not up to God whether you receive your healing. Just like salvation, God doesn't want that any should be separated from for eternity from God. He doesn't, it's not his his desire that any would perish, but that all would come to him and turn to him with their whole heart and repent. Repent, Lord, I'm sorry for my sins. That's what it means to repent. You really are, you mean it and you're turning away from that. You don't want that lifestyle anymore. And you say, Lord, I am sorry. Lord Jesus, come into my heart. Teach me your ways. Like this is, you are turning with your whole heart to God repentance and, and, you know, confessing Jesus as your Lord, that is what saves you. That is what makes you a, then a child of God. Mm, glory to God. So what I'm saying is it's not up to God, whether you get saved or whether you get healed, but I will tell you, just like you received salvation right? Being saved, being born again, right? By the Holy Spirit, by the Spirit of God. Just like you received salvation by faith, because you have to receive it by faith. You have to believe that you received, right? And, and for some reason, it's a lot easier for people to believe that they're saved. Healing works the exact same way. It's by faith. Remember, it's the prayer of faith that makes, that makes a person well. Okay. And, and like the woman with the issue of blood. Okay. In Mark chapter five, right? She had an issue of blood for 12 years, bleeding, bleeding, bleeding. And her faith pulled the power out of Jesus and healed her. He said, daughter, your faith has made you well, right? Mm, glory to God. So Jesus never asked the father to heal people. You know, Satan he puts sickness on people. He's the, he was going around oppressing people, making them sick. And Jesus was healing them, healing them and explaining how the kingdom works. And, you know, he said to this one man, now stop sinning or something worse can happen to you. Right? The thing is, is you've got to turn your heart to God. All right. I got to talk about the agreement. You know, this is so important. So many people 
don't believe that there's anything they can do about it. They get this death sentence, you know, or a bad report, and they don't think there's anything they can do about it. I'm talking about believers. Listen, as believers, we need to go and cast the devil out of non-believers and bring them to Jesus. But if you're a believer and you're struggling with sickness or disease, you need to get in this word and get your faith going. Because what does the what does the word say? Jesus said, I give you authority. We have, he gave us, Jesus gave us his authority to go and cast out those devils, to heal the sick right? And if it's in your own body, you have authority still over all the works of the devil, right? Luke 10, 19, you could speak to your body. Now the Holy Spirit might say, now get more rest, stop eating sugar, you know, eat more greens or drink greens or whatever, whatever the Holy Spirit tells you, you know, protect your immune system. You know, rest is crucial for good health. I'm really proud of myself because I've been going to sleep earlier and waking up earlier and it feels good. It feels really good. So all I'm saying is you have authority to command your body, but you have to listen. It's your faith through your words, believe it and you speak your words have power and your faith is a force. It is a force that pulls like gravity. So when you've got your faith and your words working together in the name of Jesus, what can stop you? Only your own agreement with something else. God showed me like a spinning top. When you speak and believe it is headed for the target. Boom! destroy that cancer, destroy that tumor, destroy that sickness, that disease. And then you speak life, health, blessing. And you, I'm telling you, your faith and your words together, boom. I mean, it is boom. It is powerful. And the only, and then you stand, you stand. And then when the devil tries to come with a thought like, but you look, or you get a pain. Nope. Jesus already paid for that devil. Get out. Get out, Matthew 4.10, right? Get out of here, Satan. The scripture says, I will serve the Lord my God and worship him only. I'll tell you, you do that, the devil will be like, dang, I gotta go somewhere else. I gotta find somebody else to mess with. Yeah, yeah. The devil doesn't wanna mess with Jesus. For real, demons tremble at the name of Jesus, but you've got, you've got to know, you've got to know who you are, you are God's child. You've got to understand you have authority. You can come against any sickness, any disease. And then it doesn't matter what any human wisdom or human being says. You stand on the word of God. The wisdom of God is not the wisdom of man. You stand on the word of God and watch, watch victory happen. There is, there's no room for defeat. There's no room for anything but victory when you are set on God's word and praising Jesus, praising Jesus, praising Jesus. Oh, glory to God. You know, a lot of times people are like, well, I'm believing for blah, 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 right? I'm believing for my healing. And then someone comes along and says, oh, how are you feeling today? Well, 
What are you doing? What are you doing? What are you coming into agreement with? Well, no, you have authority. You you need to say, I'm good. I'm, I'm using my authority over the devil. And if they're like, Psh, what are you talking about? That's so dumb. Blah. No, you need to stay away from that person. Anybody who's not going to be in agreement with you, you need to stay away until you listen. Jesus said, if you only believe, you will see the glory of God. But the key to unwavering faith is you got to stand. And I mean stand. The key to unwavering faith is no other options. The word. You have authority. You have the power to bind and to loose. How do you do that? He get, Jesus gave you the keys of the kingdom of God. The kingdom of God. Dominion, right? It's the king's dominion. The, mm, the kingdom. Kingdom. The king's dominion. Man, the Holy Spirit made that so clear to me one day. I was like, ah, thank you, Lord. So good. Because I always thought king's domain, like where the king lives. And the Holy Spirit said the king's dominion. You have it as a believer. And you just keep thanking the Lord and praising Jesus. Remember something. We are called the body of Christ. Think about that. This, the Holy Spirit is showing me this right now. Jesus is the head, but you literally are his body. You have authority. And if you know this and you understand this, you are God's child, exactly like Jesus, co-heirs with Christ, with Jesus. And God is your heavenly father. If Jesus is your Lord, he's your big brother. He's your savior. He's the king of kings. He's your king and he's your Lord. He's the king of kings. He's the king, kings of us, the Lord of lords. Well, we're the little king, little lords. Anyway, the bottom line is Jesus said, I give you authority. He's not going to do it for you. You have to do it. He said, go heal the sick, right? Go do it. I've given you my authority. Go do it. I'm in you and I'm with you. And when you do what he says, you've got all the angels backing you up. You've got all of heaven backing you. But even if heaven wasn't backing you, which they are, you've got the Holy Ghost like you, Jesus. The devil is no match for Jesus. Please, you really have to understand who, who is in you, who you are in Christ and him in you. You're one. You're together. Oh my gosh. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. You know, a lot of times people will come along and the people that are not rooted and strong in God's word, it's like the parable of the, the parable of the sower. They just cave, right? Persecution comes. They cave. Oh, maybe you're right. Oh, maybe I do need to go to a specialist or maybe, listen, I'm not knocking doctors. Please don't get me wrong. Okay. But I'm saying, I'm trying to help you stand on God's word. You know, if you need help with understanding how to be healthy, you know, that's one thing. I mean, yes, get the knowledge, get the understanding, right? I have a nutrition workshop on my website as well. But the point is there are resources for that, but that's just one thing. 
Your temple is the body of the Holy Spirit. You have to, meaning your body, your body is the temple of the Holy Spirit. You have to defend it. You have to defend it. God is not going to do it for you. He's given you that, that job, if you will, right? It's up to you. It's up to every person. I really hope that you guys, I, I, I hope that you, that you really got this tonight and there's more. Let's see. Just remember. Okay. So let me just give you a couple of scriptures. You got to know how to stand. You got to know the wiles of the devil, the schemes, right? And anytime it rears its ugly head or you don't have peace about something or you're feeling discouraged or you're feeling down, you need to say no in Jesus name. And if you've come into agreement with something that you shouldn't through your words, you know what? Just repent, just repent and say, Lord, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. That was just the flesh. That was ridiculousness. And I'm sorry, Lord. And then you just say, Lord, I thank you that I'm cleansed. I'm forgiven. And help me, Lord, to be strong in you and just go on with you all the days of my life. And thank you, Lord, with long life, you satisfy me. You are my shield. You are my safety. You are my protection. You are my refuge. You alone, right? And Proverbs 30 verse 5 says, the Lord is a shield to those who trust him. Lord, I thank you that you are a shield. You are my shield because I trust you. No harm. Nothing shall by any means harm me. Love it. So good. So good. Don't ever think that the devil has more power than you do. He doesn't. He has, matter of fact, the only authority that he has is what you give him. That's it. If you're a believer in Jesus and Christ is in you, do you think the devil has more power than you do? Uh, guess again. But if you don't know the power that's in you, then He's going to have a heyday. No, no. So I just, you know, I pray that this blessed you tonight. And I'm excited for, for more to come. You know, yesterday, or I should say really tonight, it's my five-year anniversary teaching on the Victorious Life. And I almost forgot all about it. And so I'm excited. Five is the number of grace too, right? You know, God is so good. He's so faithful and it really blesses my heart. I have so many testimonies that I probably should share on these broadcasts and, you know, should put on the website, but I, you know, maybe one day I'll get to it, but I am just so happy when I hear that people are learning how to stand on God's word and use the authority they've been given and they see the manifestation, you know, cancers dying. And um, one lady told me that she was on the Zoom with me. She sent me an email and she said that um, her teeth got healed. And she's so, anyway, she just sent me the, uh, the email like two days ago. So I'm just excited uh, for all that's to come. And I just, you know what? I love you. I bless you in Jesus name. I have to go. I've got to get up early tomorrow. I'm flying tomorrow. And um her birthday and for a birthday and uh, it's her husband's birthday it's going to be a good time but anyway i love you i bless you in jesus name please share this with others let's advance god's kingdom together let me know you know what you need if 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 you have you know if you're if you're experiencing sickness and it's a life or death situation 
don't hesitate to call me, but be specific because, you know, I can only get to the most urgent calls first. It's also good to send me an email and you can find that information on my website at lisaboldo.com. So again, I love you. I bless you in Jesus name and I will see you again soon. All right. God bless you.